Jason here. Today's video, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to ask, answer the question, what does the $150 million deal Novanix, uh, stock ticker NVNXF, mean for you? This is stock analysis for Urban Guitar Legend. Before I get to that, though, I need to let you know you can get this video as a podcast anywhere in the world for free on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and more. You can get this as part of the I Love Value Investing podcast anywhere in the world for free. If you like this video and our other videos here on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you're notified every time we release a new video and release new videos all the time. If you see my other videos, I apologize for this. I don't want to do this, but I have to do this because every time I don't, I get nasty comments here on YouTube. I don't short sale ever, so I don't benefit um, if I talk negatively about a stock. I also don't own any stock, any long position, any stock, or any company I talk about either, um, so I don't benefit from that. This is done specifically to help you figure out how to um, better and faster evaluate stocks. So you spend more time looking at great opportunities, less time looking at crap stocks. Because of that, and because these are requested by viewers, I many times, most of the time, don't know what the company does. I purposely keep it that way because I don't want it to bias me in any way, either positively or negatively. Um, I don't, at the stage of my analysis, I don't care about what the company does. I don't care what the company says they're going to do. I don't care about any of that. Um, because of that, um, or be, that means I, at this stage of my analysis, I require things like margin of safety, balance sheet strength, all that stuff. Today, we're doing something a bit different. I'm going to show you how to analyze a company and the information that comes out about it, important information that comes out about it. Um, today, I'm showing you how to do that. For This is for Urban Guitar Legend today. Um, thank you for that, by the way. And we're going to do that. I'm going to show you how to analyze the company's news because that's something I've never talked about before. And frankly, it's very important information. Why should you listen to anything I have to say? In the first nine years of my career, I produced average annual investment returns of 23.5% um, per year on average. That puts me just behind the great Warren Buffett, who produced 24.2% average annual returns in the first nine years of his career at, the, at um, his Buffett Limited Partnership. Um, and in the last nine years, my numbers legitimately make me one of the best stock pickers in the entire world. I'm not saying any of this to brag. I'm saying this to prove to you that I actually know what I'm talking about a little bit. Okay. Again, apologize for that. Don't want to do it. I have to do it. For now, let's get to here. Okay. So over here, we're going to look at Novanix. Again, this is for Urban Guitar Legend. Thanks so much for requesting this. I told him... Initially, I'm assuming it's you're a him, Urban Guitar Legend, because your picture on YouTube is a male. Um, not, I apologize. But at first, I said I'm not going to look at this company for um, Urban Guitar Legend because at this stage, as we've talked about several times, they have pretty much no revenue. They're a $1.43 billion company, but they have $4 million AUD, um, Australian dollars, in revenue. So... At this stage, they have almost no revenue, so this analysis that I'd be doing here would be pretty much useless. Um, all their metrics, because of their lack of revenue, because they are a, actually I don't even know what they do, they operate a lithium-ion battery industry. They operate in the lithium-ion battery industry. The company has three operating segments being graphite exploration and mining, battery technology and battery materials, graphite exploration and mining, um, and all that. So. Um, they're a, not necessarily a development stage company, but they are pretty much a startup. Again, at this stage of my analysis, normally that means if it's a development stage company, the numbers are horrific, and 
they are, frankly. Um, pretty much it meets none of my criteria um, on anything, so which is why I'm just kind of scrolling through this, losing a ton of money. Yeah, losing a ton of money. All the metrics are far below what I looked for. Um, they have $25 million in cash against no debt, but again, for a 25 or for a $1.4 billion company, it's not a great thing <laughs> um, because they're burning through a ton of cash. Specifically, let's go back over here. They're losing, they had a negative free cash flow to sales margin of negative 457.8% last year, and they lost $18 million. Um, so at its current run rate, last year, what, or they have right now about $25.3 million in cash. That means they have a little bit over a year's worth of cash, um, according to this, actually. According to this, they have uh, 18 million AUD in free cash flow. This is in AUD as well. Okay, I was checking to see if it was AUD versus USD because we have to do some conversions there, but um, they don't. So they have a little bit, according to last year's, loss they have a little bit over one year in terms of free cash flow to keep the company afloat um, because they're burning through a ton of cash so at this stage I'm going to get rid of these I don't think I'll need these anymore the company doesn't meet my criteria literally none of them and I told Urban Guitar Legend this and he asked me if I could um, analyze this deal that we're about to look at for him um, and I thought it'd be a good learning experience for everybody because it's something I haven't talked about before, how to analyze news about a company. Why haven't we talked about this before? It's important because, frankly, that comes far later in my analysis um, than the videos we typically do. The videos we typically do are at the early stage analysis, um, which requires massive margin of safety, um, high profitability, um, all that kind of stuff that we talk about in normal videos. We have on, on occasion on a couple companies now gone into second and third stage analysis where we're actually digging through the financial statements of specifically the annual reports on a couple of companies um, but we haven't even gotten to this stage yet where we actually analyze the company's news so I thought this would be a good thing for to go over so Novanix sees 150 million dollars from Philip 66 as company wraps up Chattanooga operations for those who are not in the US that's Chattanooga Tennessee and a company that's planning on former. So they've raised $150 million from energy giant Philip 66. Philip 66 is one of the largest energy producers in the entire world. So this is a massive deal. Um, funds from the investment will go into a separate new factory that Novanix plans to construct in the future. And Chattanooga is in the running for that facility as well. Okay. Okay, this is talking about specifically Chattanooga. Okay, so here we go. Phillips 66, and again, what I'm showing you here, like I in every video I show you, this is the exact process I go through, um, and this is the exact process I go through when I analyze news. Um, this I'm going to show you exactly what I'm seeing, why it's important, um, what it really means. And so we're going to go through this um, so you can learn from this. So Philip 66 has agreed to acquire a 16% stake in Novanix. So 16% of, where's my calculator? 16% of about 1.5 billion 
1.44 billion, rounded up I think is what it was. 1.44 times 16% equals $230 million. So they gave, what that means is they gave in exchange for $150 million. They acquired 16% of Novanix, which is worth $230 million. What does that mean? They paid or they got something that's worth, at this stage, $230 million, and they paid $150 million for it. So that means that Phillips 66 has acquired $80 million extra in excess of what their investment is worth. So their investment has already gone up essentially at the start of the um, deal. 80, they've gained $80 million from a $150 million investment, um, <laughs> which means they have a huge rate of return um, on that investment already. Let's see if that deal shot Novanik shares up. I'm assuming it did. When did that deal happen? It was announced on August 10th. So let's go back to August 10th. It was announced. It did shoot the shares up pretty significantly. So let's go back to August 9th. So yeah, double the shares. Um, oops, oh, July 9th here. August 9th. There we go. So it's up 57.1% since they bought. Um, so that investment not only shot its shares up, but because, again, Phillips 66 acquired 16% of the company for $150 million, and that stake is now worth $230 million, they've already gained $80 million on their investment. That's what it means for Phillips 66. Novanix CEO Chris Burns said the deal with um, Philip 66, this is a mo this is monumental for the company as we look to further shift our focus to North America. And a partner like Philip 66 is a great anchor to have. Uh, again, that makes complete sense because Philip 66 is one of the largest energy producers in the world. So investment from them not only gives them um, stability in the money that they need uh, because they're burning through cash uh, and to keep the company going and all that to work towards what they're working towards, but also a huge partner like that gives them huge um, credibility as well. Okay, some more information. Novanix is a producer of synthetic, synthetic graphite. The investment supports the development of a fully domestic supply chain for sales into the U.S. electric vehicle and energy storage systems uh, markets. That is huge. Electric vehicles are becoming a massively important part of not only in the United States, but um, throughout the entire world. Certain countries, I think uh, mostly Scandinavian and European countries, um, are saying they want either all or most vehicles, I think it's by 2030, that they want them to be electric vehicles. That means that they're going to need to ramp up that production. They're going to need the materials that go into that um, production, and one of those is synthetic graphite. Um, 
that is why this is a potentially massive deal for Nova Knicks. Space anode production. Okay. CEO of Novanix said that Phillips 66 investment is an example of collaborations that will support Novanix to attain scale in the near term of 10,000 metric tons per year by 2023 and 40,000 by 2025. This is a huge validator of not just our graphic technology, but also our technology pipeline. What that means is this investment in part will be used to ramp up their production of synthetic graphite, which will mainly go towards the use of um, the supply chain for creating electric vehicles. This will be 10,000 metric tons per year by 2023, and 40,000 metric tons by 2025. What does that really mean? Frankly, I don't know how much this, again, we're going through the exact process here. Let me how much uh, graphite goes into uh, electric vehicle? Oops. Uh, production. Okay, so the average battery for an electric vehicle needs 175 to 200 pounds of graphite. That is just the battery. Um, graphite the battery to drive 9x graphite growth. Okay, so that's important information. Ford's new truck will need 450 pounds of graphite. Um, so that's huge news. Oops. Okay, so graphite is necessary for electric vehicles. Um, graphite replacements. Are there any graphite replacements? There anything that could replace graphite? graphite and lithium-ion batteries. Oh, 
Boris Nanos constructed microspheres made of copper, iron, and iron oxide were used by an international research team as negative anode material and lithium-ion batteries. The new technique is claimed to provide three times more capacity than batteries based on graphite anodes. That is a big deal, potentially. But the problem with that is I'm assuming it's still, since it's done by a research team, still far off, uh, probably still very expensive, all that. Not easy to, produ to produce. Uh, no information was provided on the cost of the novel material and the manufacturing process. Because if it's, it doesn't matter how much better it is, unless it's massively better, if it's super expensive uh, compared to the current process, it won't take off and um, replace graphite until it becomes either relatively similarly priced or has like a 10x, 20x um, capacity boost. Future batteries. future, probably 5, 10, 20 years down the road. This technology could be in production as soon as 2023. That's relatively soon. Vertically aligned carbon nanotube electrodes. Increase the battery power 10 times and increase the life cycle of battery 5 times. Increase the storage by 3 times. That's a huge improvement. So silicone is also potentially going to produce or replace graphite in battery technology. Ten times the capacity. And it's sustainably produced from barley husk ash. Um, so that again, something down the road could be a problem to replace graphite in battery technology. Another one, silicon, um, has three times battery life of graphite. Again, these are down the road, these are all future based. Um, but when you're looking at stuff like this, um, this is what I would look at looking at if when I do get to the stage, which again, for me, this is way down the road. This is one of the last stages for me before I um, get comfortable with a, or making the decision of buying a potential investment as I look at its long-term kind of potential. Can it be replaced? Um, I want I want to own things that are gonna be around for decades. Um, so that's why we're going down this process here to analyze this piece of news. Yes, it's important for now, which leads us to, especially for $150 million for a company that's doing $4 million a year in revenue, it's potentially a huge deal, um, $150 million deal. But we're going down this 
rabbit hole um, to see if graphite can be replaced because that's the whole thrust of this is graphite is necessary for electric vehicles. But that's for now. It looks like battery technology is looking to rapidly transform to create um, cheaper batteries, longer lasting batteries, batteries that charge faster, um, batteries that have more capacity, batteries that um, don't necessarily have to rely on things like graphite, um, all that stuff. So this is coming um, already. Again, I don't know when. One thing down here said 2023. Um, but this is something, this is a massive concern, in my opinion. Um, based on these articles, again, nothing imminent, it doesn't look like. But this is because I think in terms of if I want to own something for decades, I don't trade in and out of stocks um, in the portfolios I manage. This is would be a big concern for me. Will battery technology change? And I think the answer to that is definitely yes. Battery technology, <laughs> since batteries have been created, has constantly changed. So if the whole thrust of the investment thesis is in Novanix is I want to invest in this because graphite is necessary and they own graphite and they can create graphite, what about if and when graphite is replaced in batteries? This company becomes essentially worthless. If, if these technologies work, if these um, technologies become cheap enough, if these technologies um, help improve the capacity, the performance, the life, the charging time, if they do all these things, and again, there's a lot of ifs, this company becomes essentially worthless with these changes. Again, to my understanding, because based on this, they are graphite mining and synthetic graphite creation company. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's something I would look at. Um, is this a big deal? For is this deal a big deal? The $150 million deal with Philips 66 a big deal? Yes, it is. For now, though. Um, again, I don't look at just does is this a big deal when I look at news. I look at, is this a big deal over the long term? Because again, for me, I look at things over the long term. And when I say long term, I'm thinking 5, 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Um, I'm not thinking like six months from now. So, yes, to answer your question, um, Urban Guitar Legend, this is a big deal. But how big of a deal is it? I can't answer that question. Not just because of the stuff we talked about that this... Graphite may be a not a long-term thing in batteries, but because they're burning through a ton of cash. Um, when, let's go to their website, see if they have, when do they plan to kind of ramp up operations? I saw 2023, 2025 on a couple other things. That's a long time. They're not making cash now. They're losing a ton of cash right now. They're losing about 20 million AUD in, in last year, 18 million AUD last year. Again, better battery technology, faster, cleaner, and cheaper because the world needs it. I agree with that statement. <laughs> but if they rely only on graphite, then that's a problem. Um, I 
have huge customers. That's a good thing. Tech development, U.S. Department of Energy, that's a good thing. Tesla contract, that's a good thing. But when, what do they do now? How do they make money? They sell this technology, do they license it, do they, what do they do? I can't find that information. Uh, uh, I can't find a timeline of when they should ramp up revenue other than 2023-2025. Again, if that's the case, they're running through cash now, that's a problem. But I cannot find that information right now. Again, development programs. This all looks like development stuff. But when do they actually plan to sell stuff? Like in mass, when I'm not saying $4 million, again, they're $1.4 billion company. They need to have more than $4, billion, uh, $4 million in sales. Get more developing, testing, selling. They're selling. Developing, testing. Again, they're talking about competitive advantages here. But what do they do for these companies? Including Panasonic, Samsung, blah, 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 blah. Grading. So they test these products? That's, so that's how they make money? Again, this talks a little bit about stuff, but not really. Um, so that's another problem. I don't understand what this company does, how it makes money. I understand what it says it's going to do. But again, how does it make money now? How does it plan to make money next year? How does it plan to make money? Or are they just testing and developing stuff now? Again, if they are, that's fine, but that's a problem because they're losing a ton of money right now. design and test things it looks like design prototype and test things We're scientists they've talked several times about scientists so they make money by consulting would be my guess and designing and testing again <laughs> it should be easier should take two seconds to figure out what a company does, how it actually makes money. Um, to me, that's a red flag because I've been looking at their information for this video is almost 30 minutes long now. I still don't know how to make money um, with certainty, like 100% certainty that's how to make money. Oh, here we go. Novanix offers a wide range of contact, contract test services and consulting services. So my guess was right. 
Um, so they make money from consulting and testing of stuff. They use that money to develop stuff. Um, again, the problem with this company is they are losing a ton of money every year. They generated $4 million in revenue last year. They lost $18 million in free cash flow last year. Um, they're a $1.4 billion company and their technology looks like it may be replaced in the future um, by other stuff if they continue only focusing on graphite, which is their focus now. So I see a lot of problems here, not just with, and again, we haven't really talked about the numbers um, much. So I see a lot of problems with this company. This deal looks like a potentially good deal, but again, it depends on how they spend the money. Um, and they're already somewhat losing on this deal because again, Phillips 66 invested $150 million. That stake is now worth $230 million. So they already gained $80 million on that, on that investment. Um, and they still have a long life. So Urban Guitar Legend, this, yes, it looks like a big deal for now, but it looks like there's some other issues here um, to think about. And um, I'd love to hear your thoughts or anybody else's thoughts on this if they have more context of the questions I asked um, during this video. Um, but what I'm seeing now, again, this is the exact process I would look for when I do get to the stage of my analysis, which is, again, one of the later stages, this is the exact process I go through when I look at news information, when I look at is there, is there, um, is there, are there developments, are there processes, are there um, capabilities, are what they do, is what they do going to be replaced in the future? It looks like it might be. Um, so if you have any insight into this, I would appreciate it. Hope you guys like this video. Um, if I didn't explain something well enough, if I should explain something better, let me know in the comments below. If you want me to make a video like this for you, let me know in the comments below. I'm now giving preference to masterclass students. We have masterclass students coming in, but on my calendar right now, I don't see any requests for masterclass students. So if you want to meet to analyze a stock like this um, anywhere in the world for, for you, let me know in the comments below. If it meets three criteria, it's not a bank I don't, because I don't evaluate banks. It's not an insurance company because you actually have to dig into 10Ks, the annual reports to evaluate them and it has to be producing revenue. Again, I made an exception here um, because it was a specific news item Urban Guitar Legend wanted to know about. But if it meets those three criteria, I will look at the investment anywhere in the world for you. If it doesn't meet those three criteria, or specifically, why does it have to generate revenue? Because outside of this kind of specific situation, I've done some analysis videos of companies that are not producing revenue and frankly, they're pretty boring because at the initial stage of my analysis, I don't care about what a company does. I don't care about what they say they're going to do. I don't care about its future potential. I don't care um, at the initial stage of my analysis. If it meets those three criteria, let me know. I'd love to um, look at a stock view. Every stock for the last four, five, six months now has um, been requested by a viewer. Every video for the next, at least the next month, looks like is requested by viewer. So if you want me to look at something, let me know in the comments below. I'd love to do it. I'd love to look at it for you. If you're looking for more information on how to become a better investor faster, make sure to check out the information below, including our three free, uh, five free gifts, sorry, um, inc which includes the full worksheet to analyze these stocks like I do um, using the process I show in, the other, in my other videos. You can get that for free at the links below. You can also get um, 
a free PDF copy of my book, How to Value Invest, and a free copy of our guide, Seven Tips to Picking Great Stocks and Three Times You Must Sell. You can get all three of those for free at the links below. If you like this video and you're watching on YouTube, thanks so much. Um, make sure to like, love, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you do subscribe, make sure you hit the notification bell so you know that every time we're releasing a video, we're releasing videos all the time. <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast, again, thanks so much. We really appreciate all that same stuff. But on the podcast, we also really appreciate it review because the more reviews we get, uh, more reviews, views, and listens we get on our content, the more people we can help. If you're looking for more specific help from me on how to become a better investor faster, make sure to check out our newly relaunched masterclass. Um, we're already getting students in. And if you would like to join us in our masterclass, learn more about our masterclass, where you learn everything you need to know about how to become a great investor faster. Sorry, that's my dog running off the bed. I apologize for that. Um, check out the information for our masterclass below this as well. But until next time, have a great day. Talk soon.